Hi, and welcome to the BPD Bravery Show, where we discuss tips, strategies, struggles, triumphs, and success stories related to borderline personality disorder. Here is your host, Faye Green. Hey everyone and welcome back to the BPD Bravery Show. Today we're going to discuss boundaries, boundary styles. Boundaries define what is acceptable and what is not in a relationship. It's possible to have different boundaries with different types of relationships. So there are three types of boundaries. Porous boundaries, healthy boundaries, and rigid boundaries. What are porous boundaries? Examples of porous boundaries are you let almost anyone get close to you. You're overly trusting of others, even strangers, people whom you just met. Overshare personal information. You have difficulty saying no to others. Overly involved in other, other people's problems. Quick to adopt others' opinions. Avoids conflict by giving in to others. Does not assert personal values and communicates passively. Hmm. So what are healthy boundaries? Selective about whom to let in and whom to keep out. Takes time to build trust with others. Shares personal information appropriately. Able to say no when needed. Supports others without being too involved. Values both their own and others' opinions. Accepts conflict as a normal part of life. Stands by personal values but can adapt. And communicates assertively. Rigid boundaries. Keeps most people at a distance very untrusting of others, very guarded with personal information, says no to others most of the time, detached from others' problems, tends to ignore others' opinions, avoids conflict by pushing others away, has inflexible personal values, and communicates aggressively. Now, it's not like you have only porous boundaries or only rigid boundaries or only healthy boundaries. You can have a mix of each. So how do you explore your boundaries? Take a few seconds to think about the following questions. What do you look for in a relationship? What are your values? What values are most important to you? Then think of what your deal breakers are. Is there anything that would be unacceptable to you? What makes you feel uncomfortable? And then what are you flexible about? So what are you comfortable compromising with? You can even write them down if that's helpful. Personal boundaries are the limits and the rules we set for ourselves within relationships. A person with healthy boundaries can say no to others when they want to, but they're also comfortable opening themselves up to intimacy and close relationships. And you gotta know your boundaries. Boundaries should be based on your values or things that are important to you. For example, if you value spending time with your family, you'll want to set firm boundaries about work and late. So you'll only work till 6 o'clock and that is it. But... Your boundaries are yours and yours alone. Many of your boundaries might not align with those who you are close to. They might be unique to you. Maybe your friend does like working all day and doesn't really care much about spending time with families. It's good to know your boundaries before entering a situation and it will make a lot less likely for you to do something that you're not comfortable with. So what do you say? You always have the right to say no. When doing so, express yourself clearly and without ambiguity so there's no doubt about what you want. There is no other way to interpret it. For example, I'm not comfortable with this. Please don't do that. This doesn't work for me. Not at this time. I've decided not to. 
I don't want to do that. I cannot do that for you, right? It's an explicit no. When you say that, people won't think, oh, she might have said yes, or maybe. Now, there are things that you can do to help with boundaries. Um, Use confident body language. Face the other person, make eye contact, and use a steady tone of voice at an appropriate volume. So it's not too quiet or not too loud, not like slumping down or trying to make yourself appear smaller. Be respectful. Avoid yelling or using words that are not nice or giving the silent treatment. It's okay to be firm, but your message will be better received if you are respectful. Plan ahead. Before entering a difficult discussion, think about what you want to say and how you will say it. And this can help you feel more confident about your position. And last but not least is compromise. When appropriate, listen and consider the needs of the other person. You never have to compromise, but give and take is part of any healthy relationship. Hey there, warriors. Before we dive into our episode today, I wanted to take a moment to give a special shout out to our wonderful sponsor, HopeForBPD.com. If you've been a part of this journey, you know that I don't just bring you stories and expert advice. I also am on the lookout for resources that can make your journey with BPD more manageable and more hopeful. Hope for BPD is that resource, a beacon of hope. Whether you're personally affected by BPD or you're supporting a loved one through their journey, this platform is here to assist you in every step of the way. Hope for BPD provides confidential and compassionate treatment consultation, information and research about evidence-based treatments, ongoing, solution-focused, and non-judgmental support for individuals with BPD and family members, and so much more. BPD isn't something you have to face alone or in the dark. So visit their website at hopeforbpd.com to learn more about their services and find that glimmer of hope you've been looking for. Because remember, no matter how tough it gets, there's always hope. And now back to our show. So there are basic principles of healthy boundary setting. First is that good, decent people set boundaries and establishing boundaries makes you a safe person. People know where, you, where they stand with you. Boundaries are the way to take care of yourself. And we both have a right and a duty to protect and defend ourselves. Two, generous people set boundaries. If you do not set boundaries, you're giving yourself away. With boundaries, you only give what you want, which means you can afford to be generous to more people over a longer period of time. Three, boundaries allows others to grow because it makes others conscious of their behavior, allowing them to change the behaviors that are not helpful to them. Four, boundaries allows you to get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Boundaries not only protect you from unwanted behavior, but they also foster behavior that you do want because now you have time and place for that wanted behavior. Five, effective people set boundaries because doing so keeps you in control of your time and your effort and your energy, which makes you feel better about yourself. And this leads you to being more effective. So... This is not a boundary with a person, but at one point I just, I remember I had a very busy business seasons and I turned my phone off a few days. I just turned it off and I just focused on work. And the crazy thing is after a couple of days, I felt so much happier and I thought to myself, why am I feeling so much happier? What is it? Was it because I worked so hard? And I realized it's no, I'm feeling happier because I feel more productive. Now, why do I feel more productive? Because I put my phone away And I actually did more. I said no to everything on my phone, to all those distractions, and said yes to one thing. I focused on that thing. And that made me more productive. And being more productive made me so much happier. So saying no benefits you. 
Stick to your guns. In order for boundary setting to work for you, you must develop a commitment to uphold what is right and true for you. You must act consistently in upholding your boundaries. If you say no to something, don't change your mind five minutes later and say, ah, you know what, I'll do it for you. Practice makes perfect. If this is not familiar behavior, it will feel awkward and unnatural at first. And that makes sense. You've not done it before. But anything worth doing is worth doing badly at first. People may not like it at first. And that's natural. They're used to getting their way with you. But keep it up. With practice, you will get more skillful and graceful. So following are five healthy benefits of boundary setting. One, contribution to others' well-being. Two, freedom from bad behaviors, fear, or pain. Three, increase self-esteem and self-respect. Four, more respect from others. Five, requirement for honest, direct communication. Because we all probably know people who don't set boundaries. Do we give them the respect that they deserve? Probably not, because they don't respect themselves. Five guidelines for setting effective boundaries. Um, One is backup boundary setting with action. So, like I mentioned before, when you set a boundary, don't go back. If you said no, don't say yes a couple of minutes later. Two is be direct, firm, and gracious. Three, don't debate, defend, or over-explain. You set a boundary and that is it. Four, have support easily and available on the sidelines in the beginning if you feel like you need it. And five is stay strong and don't give in. Now, we all know those people that are really kind of difficult and it's not easy to maintain boundaries with them. What do we do then? Got five ways to maintain boundaries with difficult people. Number one, realize that your needs are important. When you're in doubt of your own importance, you're allowing the manipulation of difficult people to gain a foothold. However, when you understand that your time, your money, your dignity, your energy, your needs, they are vital to your well-being, it's easier to tune out people who want to break your boundaries. Uh, Be with people who value you. Your social group is like your mirror, right? It reflects your values back to you. You can surround yourself with selfish, difficult people who reflect you with little self-respect, little self-worth, which you eventually start to believe. Or you can surround yourself with caring, loving people and start believing that you're also worthy of love and care. And remember, be fair. If you believe that all people deserve respect, this includes you. If you allow others to treat you like dirt and you believe they're entitled to do so, you're not being fair to yourself. Two, be firm and kind. Being firm does not mean being callous, hurting another person, etc. You can be firm and loving, firm and validating. For instance, you've gone on several dates with someone and it just doesn't click. So you'll let the person know and... They just keep on persisting and they want to continue the relationship. What you might say is, I really enjoyed our time, but I'm not interested in pursuing the relationship. Please don't contact me again. I wish you the best, right? So you're being firm but kind. You're not saying, don't be a fucking asshole and don't ever contact me again. You're being firm. You're establishing your boundaries in a nice way. Three is have realistic expectations. If you know the person is difficult for you to have a relationship with, and doesn't respect your boundaries, you've got to limit the amount of time or the place of your interaction so you can have healthy boundaries. Four is walk away. Many times it's important to confront difficult people, to have a voice, to stand up for yourself, and maybe even put them in their place, right? But sometimes walking away is a much better approach. Think of it like a tornado. A tornado is coming. Will you go face the tornado or will you just retreat? Protect yourself, go hide. Some people are just too toxic to confront. 
So I'll give you an example. Your ex-husband calls to talk about your child. But the conversation shifts and he starts making derogatory remarks about your new boyfriend. And you explain that your relationship is just not up for discussion. But he continues to pry. That's when you can decide to just hang up. Say, I can't discuss this right now. We will talk later and just hang up the phone. So sometimes you just got to walk away. Many times you're doing a favor not only for yourself but for the other person too. And five, last but not least, remind yourself that you're in charge. Remember that how you approach boundaries is really up to you. Difficult people want you to believe that you're overreacting, but that's not necessarily true. Remember, this is your decision, and you get to decide how you'd like to enforce the limits. So that is it for today. There is another amazing podcast coming up on Monday. I'm really excited. I'm sure you are going to love it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and supporting us and have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us on today's BPD Bravery Show. If you've enjoyed it, then like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. Make sure to tune into our show every Monday and Friday. And remember, you are so much more than your BPD.